Welcome back to Diverse Tech Founders Media. I'm Abraham J. Williamson, and I wanted a special episode this morning. I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio for Black Tech Week. And the reason I wanted to do this episode is because a number of people have asked, uh, should I go to this conference? How do I convince my corporation or my firm to sponsor me to go to Black Tech Week or to South by Southwest or to Afrotech. So I want to just give a little bit of insight for me because this is my first time both in Cincinnati and at Black Tech Week and immediately I've been blown away. So I just want to share uh, what I would call the other side of social capital at Black Tech Week. Uh, and to give some pointers and insights into my own experiences here, I drove up from Nashville, Tennessee yesterday morning, noting the time change, and immediately got immersed in a city downtown where you see people that you know. Tulsa was in here heavy. You had a lot of local people in Cincinnati here and people who you all have heard on the podcast who were in attendance. So I just have a couple of things I wanted to share with you about how to make the most of it and things that you could use and leverage to be able to get your company to sponsor you for coming down. Uh, Number one, obviously people want to make the connections. How do you do that? The connections, at least for me on day one, They happen in the lobby. They happen in the transitions when people are trying to figure out where to go. Even if you're the person who always knows where to go, ask people, hey, where did you get your badge? Where did you get this? I met people that way. And it's very beneficial as you go through to just stack up uh, the number of people that you meet, which leads me to another insight I realized yesterday, which was that You don't need to go in and try to meet everybody. It's not, at least Black Tech Week is not the event where it's like, here's my business card, here's my business card, here's my business card. It's one where people see you and they get more familiar and that grows over time. So the next point I wanted to share is find the nerds. Find the nerds at the event. Uh, You'll have a number of different sessions that you have to choose from. I ended up choosing the ones that I thought were a bit nerdier and it worked out because it was a much more intimate environment and you got a chance to see and speak with the speakers so much more. Um, Some of the events that I went to yesterday, one was a talk with uh, a member from the Techstars team and Accenture talking about diversifying VC. Um, After the event, I wasn't able to ask a question in the moment, but I stayed and Afterwards, got a chance to meet one of the panelists, a lovely, uh, brilliant woman named Kimba who raised over a million dollars. Another one, there was a VR session. I walked in uh, and there were a bunch of VR glasses, headsets um, sitting there. And this founder had come down from Baltimore and designed her own VR content. And I stayed in there even after it was over and we ended up connecting as well with other people who were asking good questions. There's a tendency, at least for me sometimes, to say where are things happening, where are the most people? But at events like this, sometimes going in places that may not be um, the most trafficked will actually lead to the deeper and more longstanding relationships. I also attended a session on privacy law, for example, and in there you see people who are geeking out on the privacy laws. You'll learn a lot going to sessions like that. But, and this is my next point, those aren't the only sessions. And this in particular may be helpful for the people who are pitching to their companies to get sponsorship to go down there. 
listen to the corporates. A lot of these events, they're going to have corporate sponsors. And those corporate sponsors are buying not just shout outs at the end of speeches, but also a chance to have a keynote address. And I heard at least one yesterday uh, from Procter & Gamble P&G, and it was a remarkable marketing campaign that they did. Uh, they showed several videos on how they were connecting internally on conversations about inclusivity, like uh, the talk and the look, these videos that you all may have seen online. But what was interesting to me is how they talked about approaching the market with it. They didn't just say, hey, let's throw this out there and see what they think. They tested it. They tested it on Twitter. They described it as testing it on black Twitter and over and over again to connect. They even had a framework for how they were looking at being relevant because their goal is to be the number one black consumer uh, or the number one black consumer brand. So they had four R's. The first R was reach. They said they wanted 90% of the people in the black community to see their commercials. That's a goal of theirs. Uh, number two was representation. They wanted, and this is the, I mean, we intuitively know this, but this was the first time I'd really heard it um, publicly stated in this way. They wanted their commercials to reflect uh, a demography that was proportional to the population, both honestly represent them and aspirationally represent them in the production process. The third R was relevance. They wanted it to actually benefit customers. And they described it as what job needs to be done uh, that resonates. And the number four was resonance. And that was actually showing up in support. So they mentioned being, you know, at, you know, BET Awards, the Image Awards to actually show up in support and not just take. It was a frenzy. It was a media blitz. And you could learn a lot from how they presented themselves there. Next up, I want to talk about storytelling because this topic came up in three of the five sessions that I attended yesterday, although it really technically came up in four, but three people mentioned it and hammered it home. Soak up the keynotes because they're going to talk about storytelling. And this is something that has been on my mind because I remember I was scrolling through LinkedIn and there was a post that made me stop. It was an infographic talking about the investability of companies based on their pitch decks, on the one hand designed by humans and on the other hand designed by artificial intelligence. And the AI was doubling up on the humans. Now, on the one hand, you could say AI is a chance for um, everyone to catch up on the genius of the culture, so to speak. In another way, you could say that AI is helping to crack the code because there is a code that can be cracked. Um, but what I liked about the conversations about storytelling was really honing in on that authenticity. Um, there's not a particular framework for it, but a number of questions about it yesterday where people were able to get real-time help. That's another benefit that you could uh, pitch, not just to yourself, but to others. Um, there are going to be people who are telling their story. And I think we could get better at doing that. I could get better at doing that. It was very powerful. In fact, there was a session with members of the team, you know, high ups at Revolt TV, at The Shade Room and at Black Tech Weekly. And all of them were very vulnerable on stage of a thousand people. You're not going to get that elsewhere. So Black Tech Week in particular is really uh, promoting a culture of 
connection and being really laid back. I didn't also I didn't know this on as a side note, they mentioned uh, that shade room. Somebody asked a question about, you know, having their account deleted and being banned. And the shade room got banned from Instagram, Uh, I I guess perhaps on all of their platforms for three months for a meme that they posted about New York City. And they lost, you know, uh, money and, you know, that could impact jobs as well. So you're going to get some really good stories that you may not get elsewhere by coming to Black Tech Week. So I would highly, highly recommend coming. There are also a number of people dropping resources and I saw it. Um, I won't call them shameless plugs, but I will say they were shooting their shot where they're saying, hey, we have money, we have resources. And they said, you know what? come talk to us. These are the people that are in the room that can make that decision. So um, this is just the first day. Uh, I will come back to you all tomorrow and the final day and let you know how the rest of it goes. But it was an awesome experience. I saw people that I knew and knew people that I met, in fact, was even able to go to the reception that was sponsored by uh, a former law firm that I used to work at and connect with people from there and, you know, connect with some clients. So it's a good spot for you all to come down. Uh, Cincinnati is awesome, too. There was a black owned restaurant downtown called Soul Secrets. I would highly recommend. I wasn't able to get there last night because they ran out of food. There were that many people there. Uh, But we'll come back tomorrow. If you like this episode, do your thing on the share. Um, and reach out to me as well. You can always reach me by email, abraham1.williamson at gmail.com and let me know if you're here. And with that, I will leave y'all to the rest of the day. Go out there and get it.